What's up? 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 Hey, man. Thank you so much for hitting that play button. Please go and hit that follow, subscribe, share it with your peoples. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for taking this time out to spend it with me. I got another beautiful episode for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's get into it. We gonna talk about, wait, what did I think I called this episode? Getting Yoked Up. I think that's what it was, man. I've been sharing with my wife the name of the episode so she can help hold me accountable because it's really hard when you're starting off a new podcast trying to figure out what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it and all that kind of whatnot. But you know what? Today's episode, this is gonna be called Getting Yoked Up. And so, you know, the Bible talks about... um, being equally yoked and in the bible you know the being yoked just means you want to be with somebody who believes in the same things you believe in now i understand that all my listeners may not be jesus christ following peoples and that's okay but being equally yoked is means the same thing to people who don't fall under the same foundations of 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 christianity it just means you want to be paired up with somebody who believes in what you believe in, who um, wants to go in the same direction that you want to go in and do it as a partnership. Because sometimes what happens, we find ourselves getting in these relationships, whether that's friendships, whether that's, you know, with, with, with your lady or in business and just not on the same page. Because of the yoke, when you think about what's some thing called yaks or whatever them animals call and they put the little the little thing on their necks, the thing you put mm-hmm. on the neck, mm-hmm. that's called a yoke. That voice you hearing, right, is my brother from different parents. We've known each other since our adolescence. We go all the way back to, man, like, I think I was probably a freshman and you were a sophomore in high school. Something like that. Something like that's what, 19, we met, we probably met each other in 1995, 96, and we literally have been, he is what I would consider my day one. I would definitely consider him my day one because most of our conversations are him telling me things that I did in adolescence that I don't remember. And those things would be constituted as lies. <laughs> you know, I, if I don't remember it clearly, it did not happen. Uh, it happened. Yeah. It definitely yeah, happened. Yeah. But um, that thing you put on the neck. So when you have those animals and they're toiling the field, uh, when the planters were going to plant, those animals would have to walk in the same direction and, in, and to ensure that they walked in the same direction, you, you attach them together. And so when you get into a relationship and you're not with somebody who is going to look at progress the way that you look at progress or, or and isn't, you don't even have to look at progress the same. It's about knowing that you want something and that something needs to be kind of the same. Maybe you look at it a little bit different, but you know you're striving for a something. And that can be hard when you're in your adolescence. That can be hard because when, you, when you're 20 years old, when you're 25 years old, my first marriage, I was 23 or something like that. When you think about what, what are you going to do with your life, that can be really difficult because you don't know. But what you can know is, hey, I, I know I want something greater. And so for a lot of people who do decide to get married at a young age, at a bare minimum, let's make sure we have the same type of foundation. 
And what is that going to look like? Do we have the same kind of foundation in our religious beliefs? Do we have the same kind of foundation as far as business goes? Like, yo, like, and when I say business, right, that can be like, are you as motivated, self-motivated as I am, right? And desire to be within that motivation together. That, that, that can be the case too, because most marriages... In my opinion, they say, well, marriages end off, off of money. I don't agree with that. I believe marriages end because of lack of communication. And when you start to see life different, and when you begin, because once you start seeing life different, you start making decisions different, you start moving different, and you're not moving as a unit together. So, and that has everything to do with communication. When you started to see life different, you didn't communicate it. Fellas, fellas, we all have these... F- Stages where we go through a crisis We all have it Midlife crisis, early bird crisis I graduated from high school, crisis Don't know what I want to do I'm going to college, crisis I don't know what I want to do You you got a girl pregnant and you're 15 Crisis, I don't know what I want to do And if we're not communicating that with the people That we want to be in business with We're not communicating that with our parents We're not communicating that with ourselves we don't communicate our own crises to ourselves and then we wonder why everything around us kind of falls apart. You know, and I brought my man Larry here because I was wanting him to share his two phases, right? He had his first marriage. Yeah. And you mentioned that in your first marriage, your first marriage, you did not feel. And mind you, listen. This is this is so much deeper than being married. This is a lot. This is just relationship, right? Just relationship, period. You mentioned that you did not feel your first one. Y'all were not equally yoked. Oh, most definitely not. Most definitely not. I think that, like you said, you know, being young, uh, you tend to let the wrong, think with the wrong head, pretty much. Yep. So... She can do something strange for a piece of change, and boy, I don't want to let it go. Man, look. We don't got to go into details about the strange, though. No, no, we're we're not not going there. But, you know, I I, I feel like that uh, my ex, she was, uh, she had already had three children. You know, I had one Mm. when we started our relationship. Mm. Um, So she had, uh, and her kids were older. You know, uh, my son at the time, I believe, was like five. So starting that experience, you know, you, 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 you're going with a person that's already been doing it for a long time by themselves. So that was so, an age difference, too. Right. She was like eight, eight, about eight to nine years older than me. Right. And uh, it was just one of those things that I thought I knew. And it just turns out that I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, because it being equally yoked, we thought we were on the same page, you know, far as finances. And with me, finances is, was top priority to make sure that we got everything paid. We were able to go and do what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And if that didn't work, what happened? Yeah. You know, so uh, we were on totally different pages. Uh, I was the one that, and not to say anything about her. You know, but I was one to always make sure that we paid things on time, not to go out and have a good time and worry about that later. Right. You know, so in that aspect, we were not equally yoked. And you know what? Like you mentioned, like when you have that 
eight year age difference. Um, especially like so even like so the way a twenty year old looking at life is not gonna be the same way a twenty eight year old is looking at life. Right. Or at least you would hope that if you're forty, you ain't you ain't forty eight treating life like when you was forty or and, twenty. Right. And you so know, we were in a reverse state that I right. was much more mature with my money and she was much more mm. you know, she was totally different from me. So yeah, and, so, and and when you when you mentioned that you mentioned that when you originally decided that you were going to um, marry her, mm-hmm. you said a lot of it had to do because you was thinking with little head instead of big head. Oh yeah, and so and 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 that's why you know I it's hard, right? But I'm a firm believer in, and I can say this because of my current state. It's so important that the decisions that you make, fellas, the decisions that we make. Not you, we, right? The decisions that we make, those decisions can't be based off of a sexual feeling. It can't be like, because typically we are logical beings. Men, we are logical beings. But for some reason, the minute we throw sex into it, now all of a sudden we, we intertwine our logic with the feeling. And sometimes you cannot see things as clear. Like if you're having an argument, you don't fix the argument with sex. If you're having a disagreement, and a lot of times, right, I've, had, I've heard women say sometimes, right, well, um, I know we good if we having sex. Right. But just because you have sex, just because a man will have sex with you, that don't equate to things all good. Mm-hmm. That's just within this moment, it is what it is, but that don't fix the circumstance of the situation. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And, and as we evolve, like you said, as, as, as you evolved... You find yourself with three additional babies because you're you, you're willing to take on her kids, right? And you decided to take on this weight because of how she made you feel sexually. You loved her, yeah, yeah. I don't want to you know just to be based off of that because you know the in in a in a lot of cases that when you meet somebody, especially you know. Back then and even now, yeah, you don't you don't really know the true person, you know. You tend to move, you know. By me being uh, the age that I was, I probably moved too fa- not probably I did move too fast, you know, and should have listened to the voices that was telling me no, you need to wait. So you're saying you saw the red flags, you saw the green, you saw the yellow, you saw the red. And you ignored the yellow and the red and just focused on the green. You know what? I saw the yellow, didn't see the red until after it was already in the process. So your yellow meaning, in this case, yellow meaning we need to investigate. Yeah. And you opted out of the investigation. Oh, no. Still still investigating. Everything was running smooth. But in, 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 in this case, in my case. Right, right. I... It didn't get bad until after we said I do. After we said I do, and now she was pregnant, then it got bad. And then and it was still within the, and when I say as soon as we said I do, mm-hmm. it was like in the first five days of us saying I do. Was she, when, when, she, when you guys got married, was she already pregnant? No. Yes. Yes. Yes, she was. Did y'all uh, get married because she was pregnant? Was that your? No, my thing was is that because I was already a, 
what do you call it? I wasn't a parent that was in the household. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to be the case again. I got you. So yeah. with this relationship, the way you want to do moving, this one different, I wanted to do it different. And we had an understanding because our relationship was going good at the moment mm -hmm. that, hey, I'm not going to be another uh, absentee father. I mean, not absentee, but uh, not in the house, dad, not in the house, dad. Yeah. You know, I want to be there every day to, to deal with every moment. Right. So when we when we decided to do this and uh, we did say I do and uh, we after we said I do, it was like a switch went off. For both of you, or do you oh, feel no, like for just, her? just just for her. So what 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 changed? I have no idea. Were, like uh, even today, you're like I don't know what. You, you know what? Her her attitude changed so bad to the point to where when I used to, I mean, it was all butterflies, stars, fireworks. That's how you. Was you know, yeah. I mean, that's how I thought we were feeling. Yeah. You know, then all of a sudden after we said I do, it was like, why are you here? <laughs> so do you feel like like do you feel after she said I do you mentioned that she changed mm -hmm. do you feel the behavior was the behavior you were witnessing the first time you seen that behavior or was this behavior always there but now that you said I do it got amplified no it was no it wasn't there at all it wasn't there at all the the way that I was treated uh I was mm. treated like a king you know, day and night, you know. So prior to being married, you felt as if you guys were equally. Young. Yes. You guys both had the same type of ambition, whether, you know, as far as having ambition and supporting of one another. Well, communication wasn't totally in depth, you know, because all of the questions that as we even got older, that we know that we tell our kids, hey, you need to make sure that you, you do this, that and the third, mm. you know, back then. You really didn't go into depth on how you manage money. How do you? Y'all didn't have the hard conversation, right? Yeah, right. And now that now that now that y'all don't got married and y'all got a family, the hard conversations are present, right? And because you never had and and fellas, fellas, we are all we we typically are very bad, and I and and I'm gonna say all of us, even myself, we are, we are typically very bad at going deeper with how we feel what we feel what we think i think we've we've probably all seen that that video on instagram where it's like the woman says hey what you thinking and then it goes to the dude and it's the guy yodeling right in the background <laughs> what you thinking and we're literally thinking that's nothing it's a dude yodeling and and most of the time that's really what's going on in my head like nothing you know, but I'm having thoughts. I don't really know what I'm thinking, but it's very important that when we communicate, we got to have a community of brothers, a community of people that hold us accountable to a higher standard so that we do have we do investigate what and how we feel. Right. And, and about everything, what and how we feel about money. Because if we if we think about money and you th and if, if money makes you feel self-conscious, if money makes you feel less than then we need to discuss why that is. If your woman makes you feel like that, if you make you feel like that, if you make you feel like you're not worthy of something or or 
you are hard on yourself all the time, that's work that needs to happen. Because if you don't do that for your own self, you can't do that in your friendships. You can't do that in your relationships. And you dang sure can't do that in marriages. And you won't be able to teach your children that either if you don't do that for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so, Larry, so, you know, clearly I know... I'm, and yes, his name is Larry. My name is Larry. So don't don't get confused. It is what it is. Um, this marriage, the one that you had, we already know the outcome of that. Um, you guys get divorced, and then umpteen years later, um, you happen to meet the greatest matchmaker <laughs> on the planet. You end up meeting this guy who literally everybody he has ever matched up with. I've gotten married and had children and be like super happy. So kudos to that brother. No, you get you, you know get, what I'm you, saying because that you, guy, you that guy, too much credit. That guy is batting a thousand. No, true story. He, you got you got hooked up by this dude and this dude. Next thing you know, you're like, man, I got married. So. <laughs> I'm talking about myself if y'all ain't figured that out. But uh, yeah, so I ended up introducing Larry and his current wife and told her you have to figure it out. I don't know I, anything I did, I about listen, anything. You, you, know, you have to figure it out. Listen, you, you, I, here, here, here's his information. You I don't know. Listen, I, I don't date you, brother. <laughs> you understand? I'm not dating you, so I'm not going to sit there and tell somebody how you operate in relationships. That, that's none of my business. You feel me? But when you, in this regard, where you are currently, now granted, outside of being older, outside of you've done this before, what is, because we don't, we don't I don't want to make it seem like Oh, you know, when when you know better, you do better. Because that's just not good logic either. Because people should know better and don't do better. But in this case, out if you just if you just treat this case as if you were not married before, what would you say is different in this regard to where you know y'all equally yoked? You know what? For one, sex was off the table, so you didn't have that cloud in your judgment. Two, you ask the hard questions mm. that you should have asked in the first place. You know, and which you, when you're starting there and then you're figuring out, okay, what are your goals in life? Mm. What, where do you see yourself in X amount of time? Mm. You know, and that's not being just being directed at myself. It's being directed at her because you get the same questions that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, and that allowed us, you know, to... We do all the BS, you know, hey, if you want this type of life, you know, because we, we both know that being married is a different type of life. It's a business. You, you, yeah. It's you, a business. You have to be able to negotiate, compromise. Mm-hmm. Hey, it, it, it is work. Yeah, because I mean, it's not about, look, uh, uh, marriage is not about love. I think, I think you, you, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. If your reason for marrying somebody or your your reason for doing anything, if your reason for doing something is because you love it, you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to do what you do because you choose it. That's right. It's because you choose. Like I tell my wife all the time, I said, 
Yo, it's I choose you today. I'm choosing you. It ain't, because truth of the matter is, love is a feeling and feelings change. Love is an ebb and flow. You know, my first marriage, I don't love her like that. I love her because she, you know, we ended up having some kids together. But I don't love her like that. I don't, when it comes to my current wife, I could tell you, do I love her like that? I definitely do. But is the love that I have for her like that the reason I'm with her? It definitely is not. It is because I choose, I make a deliberate choice to be here. So, fellas, if you, you, you finding yourself in a relationship, you finding yourself in a, in a marriage, you know, you get, in, you get in the relationships. You start the business because you love it. You know, you, you start the interviews um, of do I want to have a business? Can I get a loan for the business? Do I have a business plan? You know, do I have a business idea? How do I go about getting this done? That's called dating. Mm-hmm. That's called dating. Mm-hmm. And then if you get approvals along the way, now you can start this business and you want to go into business. It's like, okay, now I want to be married to you. How do we stay in business? And the only way to stay in business is choosing to do the things that are difficult, choosing to do the things you don't want to do, mm-hmm. choosing to be present, choosing to show up, choosing to, to take full accountability and full ownership of that business. That's true. And if you're not willing to do that, then, you know, that's when you end up seeing people get divorced. I want to get married so I can have some dope Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's, that's the season we live in. That's the period we live in. Yeah. Every, everything we do is for social media versus everything that we're doing is for ourselves. You know, we want, we want this uh, approval by any means necessary. Yeah. Or we want to be perceived a certain way by any means necessary. And when that is our motivation... We never end up having satisfaction. And we end up uh, putting ourselves attached to a person that don't want what I want. Hmm. We get in friendships that are extremely selfish. We get in, we, we go into partnerships with people who are verbally abusive. We get in partnerships with people who actually don't care if you're sick. They don't care if you had a bad day. They don't care if you had COVID. They don't care if a family member has passed. They don't care about none of that because they're they not in business to be in business with you. And, and look, that can be friendships too. Nothing that's in the beauty. You know you got a good partner even in friendship when you don't have to. I don't have to talk to you every day to preserve you. Like, and you don't want to be married to somebody to where you got to check in every five minutes. Right. And reassure them every 30 seconds that you want to be with them. I got to reassure you. Throughout the day that I want to be here because, like, like guys, being a narcissist ain't cute, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being a narcissist ain't cute. Being controlling ain't cute. Because if you have to control your woman, then you don't have her anyway. That's the truth. If you have to control her, you need to ask yourself why you acting like that. It ain't cute. It ain't cute to have low self-esteem. And to talk to people a certain type of way to make yourself feel better. It's like you go to that job and you got that one boss who got the Napoleon syndrome. Like, that's not cool neither. When you talk about your, when you talk about in your marriage, in your new marriage, you said, you said you guys have the hard conversations. 
you guys uh, did the right thing by taking sex off the table. So when you had problems, you didn't use sex to fix the problem or to better yet to put a Band-Aid over it. That's the truth. You know, so that helped with not being clouded. What else? What else makes this experience, this business better? Again, the hard conversations, you know, uh, I said in, you know, about the first one, you know, finances was a was a huge thing. Uh, so in this one, you know, hey, we had those business meetings. Yeah. You know, yeah. you had to sit down and talk about the budget. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and not, you know, a lot of couples, you know, they they may have separate accounts, you know, this your money, my this my money, you know, may have a third account for the house money. Mm-hmm. You know, us we had we have one account. Yeah. You know, I can honestly say in my first marriage, it was no way that we could have one account because we would have we would be homeless yeah. because all of the money would be gone. But mm-hmm. in this one, you know, I even, I can truly trust the person that I'm with to make sure that we're taking care of us. Blind trust is me. critical. Yeah. Blind trust is critical. Yeah. Because if you have to, if you have to. And everybody's circumstance is different, right? If you've been burnt before, that dictates how you move current. That's true. If you were in a bad relationship before, that will affect how you operate in the new. But you have to be very careful about what you do and why you do is not based upon how somebody else did you. Mm-hmm. Because now you're treating the new person. Fellas, you know, it's, I hate it when guys be like, I was cheated on. So they treat the new lady as if the new lady was the one that cheated on them. True, and and, and I like what you said. I like, like what you're saying on that, you know, because I know for myself, I didn't want to hold a grudge toward the new person that I'm with. That's right. About what my previous, you know, relationship did. You know, it was one of those things that I let that go, but you learned a lesson mm. that prepared you. You know, to, it. You learned to do better. Mm-hmm. And I know you say that you don't like that phrase, but if you know better, you do better. And you hope so. Yeah. Well, you hope so. And in my case, I did better. That's good. So when I went in to, you know, we have these conversations like, hey, this is what I would like to do. Tell me what you would like to do. Mm. And so it's just not me. So it's, it's one of those things you find out if you're all on the same page. Yeah. And in this case, we were on the same page. You know, I don't know all the things that we wanted going forward. How does she, this is important too, so I'm going to ask you, you know, how does she, um, does she challenge you? And what does that look like? Because if you're going to be, in order for businesses to grow, there has to be some... And you, you know, like, how does she challenge you? Just, just, just like you said that you, you know you introduced us, so you you know my wife, <laughs> and my my wife challenged you like no other, you know, uh, and she holds you accountable. Uh, you can't say that you're gonna do something and not do it, mm-hmm. and with my wife, you right. know, uh, I don't I don't think you can do that with nobody. I was <laughs> Some people they ain't some people move that, like that, but that's just not good. That's not a good character. House, no. Yeah. You know, so you know, uh my wife, you know, she a lot of the things moves that I was making, you know, like I love to cook. Mm-hmm. So just as an example, 
uh, my wife, you know, she was like, I did a, a wedding, and they're like 20 briskets mm. that I had to live and I And I charged them, you know, since it was one of my real good friends. I said, you know what, man? We like to sit around and barbecue anyway. Just bring us something to drink. Oh, that's bad gonna, business. Yeah, we gonna, right. That's bad business. And fellas, so, listen, hold up, segue. Wait, no, 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 segue, no, you gotta, you gotta let me finish. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish, I'm gonna let so, you finish. So, <laughs> you know, my wife, she was like, how much did you charge for that? And this was a story that I was telling her. Yeah. And she was like, no, we need to make some money off of that. You know, you, <laughs> that's right. you you're pretty good at what you're doing. Yeah. And I believe that this can be your, uh, this is your gift. Your passion. So, yeah. Passion so we, we, we gonna We're going to make this work. Yeah. So my wife put a stamp on it and, and started making some, uh, some moves that I, I wasn't familiar with. I'm like... Yeah. Oh, okay. This is what yeah. we're doing. All right. Yeah. I got excited because I had somebody that had my best interest in art. Well, she saw she saw a gift in you and figured your gift is something you should capitalize off of. But so the the what I was gonna say when I was like, "Yo, segue right here, like, fellas, it it is not beneficial to you to have a. They are not. Oh man, people are not your true friends, or they don't genuinely love you. If they try to exploit you and if they will allow you to exploit yourself, you need to question why they in your life. Are you better yet? You need to question why you allow that in your life, because people going people going to be people and people are going to do what people are going to do. But you should never allow yourself to be exploited. Now, I don't even like brisket. That ain't that ain't really my space. But I'm gonna tell you, man. When I had Jug brisket, I'm telling you, it made me it made me start reevaluating life a little bit. Like, man, you know, am I been what I've been missing out on. And the problem is you have your circle of people who will happen. I don't know how much brisket is. I know it ain't cheap. Hell no. And the fact that you would make it acceptable to spend your own hundreds of dollars for a catering event or even in your business or when your people call you, hey, man, we need a we want to have a crawfish boil or we want some brisket. You know, you will front the cost for that versus now. And when I say front the cost for that, brother, if if the if the cost is a thousand dollars, the cost is a thousand dollars. If they your people and they support you and they want to take advantage of your skills and abilities, they should be willing to pay that cost faster than a stranger. Well, well, in, in this case, it, and, you know, it was more. The most the expensive thing was the time that that we we took did doing it. But far as the product, he did make the purchases. You know, for well, I mean that. that may be in that case. But okay. we've had conversations where you would not take my money. Well, that's different. No, it's not. Because no, yeah, yes. let me tell you, let me tell you why. Because there is a respect factor. There's a respect factor. Because if you did not know me, that would be the cost. Because. Your time is you need to pay for your time. People pay for time. People pay for knowledge. People pay for ability. So if you're going to have people around you, guys, you know what? And we're going to have somebody else on the show. I'm really excited about. He literally is the best barber on the planet. Okay? You know you dope when the NFL gives you a blank check. Hmm. You know you dope. Even though this is my man's I don't get no discounts in that shop. And this is my man's. He's been to my house. He dressed up as a mascot for the baby soccer thing. 
But the cost is the cost. And if they respect you the way that they claim you do, people should be willing to pay. That's why it's unfortunate. People think that, oh, we're supposed to be boys. We're supposed to be family. So you need to hook me up. Well, see, now you're getting into a different subject that's going to take this. You show right. Because we're talking about being. You're right. You're right. So thank you, you for know. willing me in. But you know what? We are equally yoked enough. To where I would attach myself to you to ensure in this space, the cost is the cost, huh? Good. Now, we was talking about your wife and pushing you and challenging you when, when you are falling short. If she feels like you're not doing enough, mm-hmm. what that look like? Same hard same conversation. You know, uh, you allow her that space. Oh, most definitely. You know, the same as the same way as 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 the king. I have, you know, I have to be able to sit down with my family and have that hard mm-hmm. conversation. It's in the same case, as the queen. The queen is going to sit us down and have that conversation. You know, and I have no problem. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, if I if I expect her to sit down and listen to me. I have to do the same. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times that's hard for us to do. It is. Because we feel like that we, that, you know, a lot of people may call us weak or whatever, but no. Now, I already have my opinion on this, but I'm going to ask you, uh, what about when it comes to being vulnerable? Like, does she make space? How do you feel about men and being vulnerable? I feel like that's something that you you have to do. You have to get some some of those old things that our our elders have taught us over the years. Some of it is right, but some of it is wrong. In today's time, yeah. Yeah. In today's time, yeah. And you know, it's I don't think it's anything wrong with being vulnerable with with your significant other. Yeah. You know, I feel especially like, in the business. Yeah, I feel like that's a must. If you if you wanted to grow and be successful, you have to be. Everything, mm-hmm. all your cards have to be on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like I said, a lot of cases that is hard for us to do. Because as men, we tend to lock so much stuff in. And the sad part about it, we'll even lock it in with the people that do hold us accountable. Like yeah. Our boys, we won't. Like, there's never any judgment amongst the inner circle. And the reason we get together with that inner circle is to be able to throw everything yeah. on the table. Yeah. You know, because we can't, it's impossible to have a successful relationship, to have a successful business, to have successful friendships, to want to grow and do things in partnership. But when it comes down to what needs to happen, we just lock that up and pretend like that ain't happening. Or mm-hmm. we don't need to deal with that right now. Mm-hmm. The problem is, when you deal with it, it never shows up. Mm-hmm. We can deal with it later. Later, later. Later gets pushed. Later, <laughs> later, later, later. Later, later never arrives. Yeah. Until, until when later do arrive at destination, you're not ready to have that conversation. Right. And then, and then we want to feel attacked. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, do, do, you feel like, do you feel like being equally yoked means have you... Allowing the the opportunity for you to be genuinely seen. Yes. Do you feel you can be successful if people don't genuinely see you? 
Yes. No, no. It's well. What, with, within re, within regards to your relationship, not okay. necessarily like like with business with other people, but in regards to what's critically important, the home. Can you be successful in the home if you're not genuinely being seen? No. Do you feel like your wife sees you? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. What about do you let her see the ugliness too? Oh yeah, most definitely. What's the benefit I, of that? Uh, well, no, really knowing the person you with. You know, uh, we talked about, uh, when I was talking about my previous uh, relationship, I never felt like that I got a chance to know her as a whole. Mm. In this relationship, I feel like that we truly got to know each other because by us taking sex off the table and spending more time engaging and, mm. you know, verbal communication, it was one of those things to where we really got to know each other. And in and, and, and in different settings. Because you know in different settings, different They act different. Of, they can yeah, act different. Yeah, different versions of yourself comes out. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether that's uh alcohol influence, whether that's people that's influence, you know, it, it's it's still an influence. And ladies, I'ma tell you ladies, listen, ladies, listen, listen, for our lady listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Let me tell you something. If your man drinks, right? If he drinks or when he's out in public, if he switch it up, that's the true color. If whatever I said while I was drunk, I probably meant it. <laughs> if I said it while I was drunk, I probably meant it. I mean, like for real. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, the color will probably be more vibrant than it should be. Right. And maybe I didn't mean it how I said it. Right. Or maybe I didn't mean it how I presented it. But that does not mean that there was no underlying truth mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Because men do it. If a woman drinks and she starts talking crazy, they say, oh, blame it on how Jamie Foxx played, blame it on the goose. Well, blame it on that, alcohol. But see, and that, that also goes back to having those hard conversations. Hard conversations. Because if, if don't let alcohol influence you to have that hard conversation. Because yeah. when you're alcohol influenced, you're gonna say it without any filters. At yeah. least when you are just in a normal state of mind, you can have a good conversation. You can watch your words, watch your tone, because you have. Well, you to. can ensure, and this is big too, right? You can ensure that what you mean is what you actually are saying. Because sometimes we can say stuff. But because we're just, if we're not being deliberate with the word choice, mm-hmm. we can be saying something, but that's not actually what we mean. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a lot of times we see that from women, like they'll say something in how we interpret. Mm-hmm. Because you can't control how the person receives what you're saying. True that. But you have to have enough maturity to articulate, hey, I heard what you said and this is... This is what I translate that as. And the other person has to be okay with the other person translating what they said wrong and allowing them the opportunity to find another way to kind of say it so that they get so that they get received properly. But in order to do that, there has to be what you stressed already. Trust. Understanding. You have to be you have to be able to see your partner, know your partner. Mm -hmm. Because if you see them and you know them and you trust them, 
then even if you can give them that opportunity to be like, actually, no, that is not what I mean. What I actually mean is this. And it doesn't turn into this emotionally driven argument. Now the business is unstable. And next thing you know, you out here talking about you got to have some uh, some firing. What's that thing called? You got when they fire, you got a business and then they got to let some people go. What's that called? Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. You had a business and then they fire and they got to fire 20 people. Four lows or layoffs. They got to have layoffs. There you go. There you go. Now you got layoffs in your business. And in a relationship, a layoffs equal no communication. A layoff can equal you know, uh, uh, if you're married, there's no more intimacy. If you're not married, you're not responding to text messages, but you'll probably do that in both. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, if y'all live together, y'all just good morning, good night, and then that's it. You know, uh, she cooked dinner but didn't make you a plate. Or maybe she didn't cook dinner because she wants you to starve. You didn't change the oil in the car. You know the car tires need to be fixed. You figured instead of handling it, you do it later. The grass done rolled up. Trash in the corner, like those examples would be examples of layoffs in a relationship. True, you know. And so, anyway, man, um, we could probably talk about all kind of stuff, but I think today, I think, I think we did good. I think we did good. You know, because it's important. It's important if we're going to be, if we're going to get in relationships, if we're going to get married, it's important that you do it from a space of being equally yoked. And just to reiterate what that means, that means that when it comes down to your foundation, you want to be attached to somebody who wants to work on a foundation with you. You want to be with somebody who has the same type of passions and it, they don't have the passions don't have to be the same, but it has to be somewhere within the same wheelhouse, you know, where you're OK with their passions and they're OK with your passions and you're willing to work on said passions together where you literally want the best for the other person. And you want to be able to enjoy that life with that other person. Like that stuff is so critical. You don't want to be with somebody who just want to sit on the couch all day. And then you going out slaving and they don't want nothing with their life. That's not that math ain't on math. You know, but anyway. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Go ahead and hit that like, hit that follow, hit that subscribe, share it with your peoples. Remember, we are on IG, so give your boy a follow, all truth underscore no chaser. That's all truth underscore no chaser on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Give me some good feedback, man, because you know I need it, but I'll also take the negative. You feel me? Thank y'all for tuning in, and remember, God don't need no help. So if you're trying to help him out, chances are you're already lost. Peace.